Crank up that diesel. Um, um, um. Let's go diesel. Um. Watching the game, the first half was so like that's probably the worst first half we are gonna see in the NFL this year. Like that was terrible. Like that shit. What I tell y'all, that shit looked like when the when they give the FCS schools one point five million. That shit <laughs> like Nickel State versus LSU. Thanks for coming. Like <laughs> couldn't move the ball. You couldn't block nothing. Second, like the offense just gives me a different feeling. Because even at halftime, I wasn't like, oh, this game is over. And I've never had that feeling rooting for this. I couldn't tell you the last – I don't think I've ever felt that way rooting for this team. That we would be, we'd be down three touchdowns at half, and I'm like, I think we're still in this game. Like, I legit was thinking that. I was like, oh, we can come out here. Because even going into half, I'm like, dude, we need to get to halftime ASAP. I was saying that, like, the beginning of the second quarter, like, we just need to get to halftime. We need to keep them out the end zone. You need to get in the half and fix these fucking pass protections. Cause this is not like this is absurd. Like you said, Cliff, the first half was probably the worst we'll ever see. But as bad as we played, we held them to twenty-two points. So, like you said, we went in a halftime. I'm like, you know, all we gotta do is come out, get on the board, get a stop. You know, we still we're still in the game. And also to the fact that the offensive firepower that we have now, I don't think I've ever felt that way. Where I'm like, you know what, we get on this field, we get yeah. a quick get a quick strike, we right back in it. So yeah. Uh, my biggest fear, and shout out to whoever on Twitter said this. I don't remember who it was, but they were like, uh, the offense is going to be in shootouts. The defense can't stop anybody. It's 2016 all over again. And that's kind of how I feel right now. Like, you both make good points. The defense was ass. Protection was ass in the first half. But, you know, the fact that they were able to make a pretty uh, quick comeback uh, down yeah. 20 right after half, I mean, that says something about how dangerous this office, offense is could be, you know, in the coming weeks, especially when they get healthy and get Brian Robinson back. And, dude, honestly, after that after that Lance Thomas pick, Lance Thomas, that pick to a Logan, I kind of yeah. felt like, dog, if, like, if that, we were about to score every drive. Like, I was starting to get that feeling, so I have like, oh, these, like, we fixed the protection. I don't think these guys are stopping us. That's sort of where I had arrived at. Spe- special teams let us down, too, fellas. Our special teams have been terrible through two games. It's been terrible. That was atrocious. Yeah, the free kick, they, they took it down, uh, damn near the 30-yard line. Sly miss, missing extra points, like a, a crucial extra point. Would have made an eight-point game. Like, you can't have that. You absolutely can't have that. Yeah. But, you know, back to the defense real quick. It's just like while the offense was explosive in the second half, like they came out swinging, and they were really like like finna like tie this game up before the fourth quarter started. You know, it's 22-14. 58-yard end around Amaran St. Brown. Nobody's there. Like, three, three plays later, DeAndre Swift is scoring a touchdown, walking in after falling down on third and 15. It's like the defense, like, you, you, you've you not given the offense no help. No help at all. Well, which we can't say, you know, because, you know, they you, didn't they punt four straight times? They had been, to come out the second half, they had been slowing them down. Yep. Then, then we get a 22-15. And then you give up a fucking 60-yard reverse. <laughs> Nobody's there. Reverses should never go for 60 yards in the NFL. Well, our number one cornerback couldn't find the ball. No clue 
we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. I, I don't know if y'all remember the replay. If you get a chance to look at it, like he's literally like his back is turned. He's no, he has no idea where the ball is. Don't worry, Corey. Don't worry. We're gonna get the bill. We're gonna get the bill. Let's let's let's. <laughs> yeah, I just, I really I really felt like watching the game the first time. The first half was so terrible. Like especially, I think we stopped in the first couple drives, right? Didn't we on defense? I think they stopped. They stopped in the first drive for sure. First drive, they stopped them. Then they got a field goal, and then I think they as they got the safety. Then it was touchdown, touchdown. Then they had stopped them four straight times after that. I just I feel like special teams has been like they've been terrible on special teams so far. Dax has give has had a couple okay punt returns. I don't think Trustway's punting all that well. Clearly, your kicker's not doing all that great. The coverage teams have not been like I think the. I think the two games are DVOA. I think they're like 28th in special teams. Like the special teams, according to DVOA, have been just as bad as the defense. Dude, I keep bringing up Jim Haslett. This looks like the Haslett, the end of the Haslett era, man. There's too much talent on this defense for that, though, man. It's but it's every other drive. It's, mm-hmm. it's back to the big plays, lower coverages, miscommunication. Even like I saw St. Juice frustration. Who actually felt? I thought St. Juice had a pretty damn good game on Sunday. We should like, have that pick. Should have had that. On, I, he should have had that pick for sure, Cliff. But like, <laughs> see his frustration on the field, and I'm going back to Bill again. Like on the reverse, he's just like, like, what are we doing? We're so out of position, and it, and basically we're back to square one with the communication in the secondary. It's just they said this was resolved, and here we are again. Yeah. Not only that, they told us they brought back everybody because they wanted continuity. This looks worse than it did the first last year. Yeah, absolutely, it does. And, and the curious thing about it is, you know, we were all really worried, like, going into the season about third downs. I think that was one of, like, the micro problems with the defense. And we thought if they could get off the field on third down, then they might be all right. So far through two games, they're third in the NFL in third down conversion rate on defense, 28%. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, they're giving up just big play after big play after big play. Like, I, I think they lead the NFL in explosive plays given up, which is yeah. crazy. Crazy that they, they, after what happened last year, y'all haven't managed to figure this out. It's more so you're giving away big plays. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just giving them away. Every other drive, you're giving up at least one chunk play that a lot of times the defense, the offense didn't earn it. You blew an assignment. Mm-hmm. Someone went to the wrong gap. You let a fucking reverse go for 60 yards in the NFL? That's disgraceful, man. You know what that reminds me of seeing every birth go for 60? I don't know if you guys remember Mike Nolan's first year in Dallas or only year in Dallas. Where every <laughs> team was just running reverses on him. <laughs> they couldn't stop it. I'm not going to make this about Jack because I don't, I don't think – I think it's early in the year. And honestly, the Lions look like a very good offense. Mm-hmm. They do. Right? They got ballers. But it can't be that every week you can't even rely on people to do their jobs out there. Mm-hmm. So who, like, for me, it's like, who does that part fall on? That's coaching, no? I, I, you know what? That's something that I think that has kind of not divided the fan base, but like something that it, we're, we're asking these questions. Because I was for sure, sure that it was the coaching. Last year, I was sure it was the coaching. You know, even in the Jags game, I was like, ah, I mean, they played okay, but, like, there's some things they need to clean up. Like, after seeing them on, on Sunday versus the Lions, like, I'm just like, are you guys actually good? Like, are the players, or is the talent actually good? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Jackson, are you good? Kendall, are you still capable of playing cornerback? Like, are, like yeah. Montez, where you been at? Like, I, 
yeah. after all this time, like in camp, you were kicking ass in camp. I haven't heard a peep from you since summer. Like, what's up? Facts. I'm glad you brought that up because I was high on Montez going, and don't get me wrong, like, it's not all about getting sacks, but I would like to see him get at least one. We can't just keep relying on the two D tackles, and we got our, our literally our all pro tackle, John Allen, playing with one leg right now with the groin injury. Like, we need more for Montez. And I don't understand. I, I noticed he got double teamed a lot, but we, if you're going to be an impact player that's about to get this bag, we need more from you, period. I, th- I thought he was good in game one. Yeah. I think the Lions, the Lions had us off balance. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that part to me is the coaching. It seems like schematically teams seem to very easily know what your weaknesses are. If if guys are coming out after game saying, well, we know on a bunch of formations, these people got no fucking clue what they're doing. That's on the coaching. Yeah, true. Right? Yeah. If they're like, well, if we line up in this particular formation, we know their players get confused. Who the hell is that on besides the coach? I mean, that's got to be coaching. I mean, as much as John Allen wants to say, you know, it's on the players, um, you know, if they don't know the responsibility, I, I you know, who's accountable well, our, for that? Our second year safety said they knew everything we were lining up in. Right. They had the correct call. They knew everything we were doing. If your second year safety can identify that, that's a problem. Well, is that, you know, bad coaching or is it just predictable? Our coaching, our our scheme is predictable. We, I mean, to me, but to me on defense, that's fine. Right. That's fine. If you're not, if it's one thing if the other team knows what you're doing. It's another one you're supposed to be in cover three, but now it turns out it's actually it's only two people covering D. Because someone didn't do their job. Whatever it is, um, it's just extremely frustrating to know that you invested all this draft capital, all these uh, dollars on the cornerback room. Like you have two defensive-minded figures in the um, coaching staff with Del Rio and, and Rivera. It's just like, how have y'all not figured this out? It, it's just, to me, it's impossible that this defense is this bad again. I can't believe we're, what, 10 minutes into the podcast. We haven't even brought Jamin Davis yet. What's going on with Jamin? And, like, this, like, passive-aggressive bullshit that's going on in the media and him tweeting out uh, Django Unchained memes and shit like that. Like, is it is it fucking uh, clown hour already? Well, nah, nah. I think, one, they shouldn't have, they should never called him out like that. Yeah, man, that shit is foolish. Because you, you, you haven't called out anybody else. Defense has been, been bad for two years. Oh, well, that wasn't passive-aggressive, though. I think the bigger issue... It wasn't the bigger issue that Jack DeRio was not passive-aggressive at all. He literally said he's not playing well enough, right? Well, yeah, okay. That's, that's fair. That's fair. What happened to growth and development? That's what they've been preaching about, Jamin. Then all of a sudden, like Cliff just mentioned, you just went on him in your press conference. Then coach follows up after the loss saying he needs to play better. Like, what happened to the encouragement? Because if you go call out your rookie, you know needed need time to develop. And depend, we've been asking you to play him more. You know he needs the reps. When are you going to call out your corners, your high-priced corners that are looking like ass? Like everybody should be held accountable. And to do that to the to the young kid, that's that's a, that's uncalled. I went and like people. I think they asked him about Jamin directly. Here's my thing though: Jamin can't be posting that kind of stuff on social media. Of course not. He's, He's a young kid. He's, he, he, he being real immature, right? You in the sure. pros, man. Your, your coaches criticize you. Frankly, this is the pros. Are you playing well? It'd be one thing if you weren't playing well. Well, you were playing okay, but you're not playing well. Yeah. Right? No, the I truth hear you. is you're not playing well. 
he played a decent game on Sunday, I guess, in some regards. Right, but leading up to that, I mean, he, he opened a game with a sack. He did. He did. That's, honestly, it looks like that's where the fuck he needs to be on the field. We've been saying this shit for weeks, fellas. We've been saying this for weeks. Like, we need to tell Stop. you, go oh, hit goodness. this guy. That's it. Yeah, honestly, and I was kind of like holding on hope that he would be a decent just will linebacker after moving positions. At this point, my nigga, like you just get the pass, the ru- you just rush the passer. Like you just That's okay. That's that, okay. That's it. That's it. Listen, if you end up being a above average blitzing linebacker that we can count on, it's still a bust of a pick because you know we spent the 19th overall pick on you, but at least help us there. Like at this point, you're not helping us do much. It and maybe that's on the coaching, like putting him in positions where he's not gonna use his skills properly. But I, I, I don't know. I, I hear just... you. I hear you. But this, you know, my thing, my issue with the Jameis stuff is the Jameis stuff came from the coaches. It, the fans have been on him. Cole Holcomb has been terrible. No one said a word. He's been terrible. A legit like non-factor. I can't. I can't even remember a play he's made. We're two games in. I think he's also playing banged up too, though. He was injured last week. Wow. I mean, I'm not giving him an excuse, but but yeah, he's looked ass <laughs> for sure. There's no excuse. I'm just saying, no excuse. He's, he yeah. has given – at least Jammin has made a couple plays. I don't think Holcomb's made a play. Holcomb's been bad. Holcomb's, I mean, they've all been bad. I think the only – like, I would give a, a good grade to the 2D tackles, to Duran and Jonathan. I think I would probably – be neutral on like Montez. I mean, everybody else. Like I, I'm not even like. Oh, I, I would give a positive grade to Force. To Force has been was all right. Sure. He's not as good last week. But he was really good in week one. You know, I. You got to give Juice. Juice give Juice yeah. some love for last. Juice played well last week. Juice is all right too. But everybody from Jamin to Holcomb to McCain to both cornerbacks to whoever's replacing. Chase on that side, whether it's Smith Williams or, or Casey Tuwill, like y- y'all niggas been quiet, man. Like, real quiet. It can't I just be two or three guys. Hill, when two got hurt, he was definitely missed on Sunday. That concussion. He was definitely missed on Sunday. The corners. Ass. Like, y'all have been terrible. You're getting – aren't they the two highest paid players on the defense? Yeah. Yeah. They've been fucking awful. I'll go back to the question that opened the podcast with, are, are we sure you're good? Like, Bill, are you, are you a good football player right now? Like – I know that we've been saying you're playing out of position, but you look like awful trash right now. Like you look like you don't belong on the field. You just falling down, letting niggas catch touchdowns on you, right yeah. your head. Top? Like, come on, man. Like that's something. That's something that, like like a blooper reel type of shit. Like you, you about to get a pick and make a big play for your defense, and you just trip over your own two feet. Like what's I'm going on? Take that three off. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Give his ass 33. Right. <laughs> All these guys who switch their number to the, the, lo- the single digits trying to look cool. You they can't be out like here ass. getting cooked, man. Getting cooked. out here getting cooked. I said he got cooked. <laughs> like, All this shit before the season. Cliff, I understand you keep talking about across the league, LB's play, you know, kind of suspect. I get it. But mm-hmm. well, in regard to our team, we talked about the linebackers. Mm-hmm. We talked about the secondary. We mm-hmm. had questions about all that shit. These coaches told us all offseason, continuity, consistency, communication, everything's going to be up. It's a grade of an F right now. So well, They've been consistently ass. So. That not Ooh. fall back on the coaching staff. Don't get me wrong. I'm not – players take blame too, but 
Coach Rivera always talks about putting these players in position to succeed. Are they putting Jamin in position to succeed? No. Is Will Jackson in position to succeed? Because clearly, he don't look like he know what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, but I can't be blaming coaches for corners getting cooked. I refuse to. If you're at, at corner and you just out here getting cooked, whether it's in man, whether it's zone, it's like, nah, this ain't the coaches. They've been cooking you since you got we, here. We, we gave them credit for improving in the last year, and now this looks like the beginning from week one to week ten, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we're back, right back, right back to square one. It's just frustrating, man. Listen, they miss Cam Curl a lot. They do miss Cam Curl a lot. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I also think there's uh, physicality just missing there, man. Like I, I missed two years ago. Where like, yeah, they were good, and you can say what you want about like them, like playing a lot of bad quarterbacks or like just underwhelming quarterbacks. But they were physical as fuck two years ago. They were thumping. Like I missed that. Yeah, but they got they were confident. I think they got their confidence mm-hmm. as that season went on. The defense, mm-hmm. like right now, and this, I think this is a factor in it. I think a lot of the miscommunication is because people aren't confident. Cliff, I thought about that earlier with, when I was trying to critique at Montez, and I was looking at him, and I was like, is he maybe out there guessing a little bit? You know how they were consistently talking about him and Chase out of their rush lanes and stuff? Like, maybe they're out there overthinking it. You know what I'm saying? Like, instead of just going out, flying around to the ball, getting to the quarterback – responsibility maybe they're just out there overthinking because they're too worried about fucking up and in the end they're still fucking up so yeah let me ask you a question about Rivera and his messaging um and the way he's been communicating uh the shortcomings in the defense to through the media I feel like he's kind of um putting the onus on the players and not taking any responsibility as a coaching mm-hmm. staff for what's going on like what, what do y'all think are y'all feeling that as well and if that's the case do you really think that's the way you should be going about it I think that's 1,000% the case because based on all of his press conference, the first thing he says is this is not a schematic issue. This is not a coaching issue. This is a – he always says, oh, one player, one player not doing their job or one player not doing this or one player not doing that. Like, it used to be we're all in this together. We all need to be on the same page. Everybody, you know, trying to say everyone's accountable. And now like, the heat is picking up because the defense is looking like ass again. Hmm. Him and Jack are in their, in their meetings calling out their young pup. Growth and development, like I mentioned earlier, to you're not doing your job. Well, coaches, are you doing your job? That's my question. Like, I need a, I need one of the media members to say, so what are you guys doing to put them in position to win? Because you keep saying you need to put players in position to succeed, but what are you doing to do that? Because it ain't working. We just gave up 36 to Detroit. Hey, man, that 36 to Detroit, I don't know, man. Okay, I'm of, of two miles of the stuff, right? On one end, yes. Supposed to be everybody together. On the other end, anybody who's coached, if you circle everybody up and you tell everybody what they're supposed to do, and everybody says, Yep, I got it, then the play starts. Niggas don't know they're supposed to be like all of a sudden people don't do what you like what you've been going over. And, and it seems to be one guy. It's like a different guy each time. Um to me, I mean, that is on coaching. I see their teams I see in the league who do who their defense just doesn't make those kind of mistakes. Yeah. They don't true. get every stop, but you're not out here mm-hmm. seeing just blown coverages everywhere. Yep. Facts. Right. So, look, although I saw the Ravens blowing coverages, so I'm blowing a lot of coverages off. So, it's just, for me, it's hard to say. I feel like maybe this is an early in the season thing. I think early in the season you do see more of these. 
across the league in general, like secondaries blowing assignments. Because to me, I think that's like the biggest issue with the pre the the preseason process when it comes to the NFL is the DBs. I feel like they have it the worst. Mm-hmm. They don't really get to go full speed speed during practice for real, right? Like in a true game setting. So the season starts. The receivers, every all the receivers, they like, they know where they're supposed to. They can go full speed during practice, right? For sure. So I think across the league we see it that way. You see a lot of bigger passing numbers earlier in the year because the secondary is already good. So on the other end, you literally told us the reason you brought these guys back was to make <laughs> sure this shit wasn't happening. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. So. <sighs> I don't know, man. Like. I, I keep thinking about, well, you know, just get Chase back. Get Chase back. Get Chase back. But, one, I, I, I don't expect Chase to be like gangbusters right away. If anything, he's the heartbeat of the defense, and maybe they're missing a little bit of that heart right now. But, like, they, it's sure. such a long way to go, man. They got such a long way to go. They have a long way to go. But I think we got, let's, we got, let's let this shit age a little. I, that's what I would recommend, especially early in any NFL season. Let's let this shit play out a little. Only because we've played the Jaguars and the Lions. The Lions look like a legitimate offense. Right? Very they good. Put up thirty-five the week before with ease, and I think they were. I think the coaches, their coaches were saying they thought they could have put up fifty on the Eagles. Right. The Jaguars didn't just like stroll up and down the field. Almost like we kept them out the end zone. I think the bigger issue is it's really hard to be an offense first team if your defense isn't forcing any turnovers, right? No short yeah. fields. We're not getting like okay, you're not doing out. anything, Cliff. Right? You can be out here with a bad defense, but if your defense is bad and you're like, I don't think we've had a short field once through two games. We have not. We have not. Right? We haven't had any anything like in the kicking game. Nothing. So you even look at that Lions game. The Lions. Probably had to, they couldn't have even drawn up a better first half for themselves. Right? If you told them, like, what's the best first half that could possibly happen, it probably wouldn't have been better than the one they got. They still had a sweat going. And I think in a lot of years, we would have just got smoked in that game. So I want to let this shit play out because I, I feel like the, the fan base, it's like the fan base is already stamped one and two. Because of the upcoming opponent. I think that's a lot of why the yeah, fans are so blown. Because it's like, well, now we're going to lose this game, too. But the Lions might not be that bad, man. Yeah. yeah. And in retrospect, we might look at that game as one where, like, oh, no, we gave that game away. We literally just no-showed a half. We spotted you 22 points. Yeah. No, nah, I, I hear you. I think, like, no matter – I think any rational football fan can at least acknowledge the Lions, they might be – Something real, at least offensively, you know, that yeah. they were really doing the thing often. They got playmakers. I mean, even Jared Goff looks like a like a pretty damn good quarterback in that system. Um, they look but similar I think to us for real. In a Say lot again? Of ways. They, they look similar to us in some ways. They but do. They play, but they play with aggressive, aggressiveness on defense that we don't play with. You know what I mean? Like, offenses, yeah, I can see, I, I see y'all point, but defensively, they don't have all the talent in the world, and then brother, that eleven flies the fuck around, and they get dude, to the football. Dude, that fucking linebacker Rodriguez, that is a, is a fucking player. dog, right? Is, like, not even awesome. Like, I can see it on hard knock shit. That is a football yeah. player, dog, for sure. Yep, looking for contact. No matter how we feel about the offense, 
And going into the Eagles game, it's it's like, well, you're having the same mistakes versus Jared Goff. Like, just think about what, like, Jalen Hurts, who is a run-pass option on every play, is going to do to you. You know what I'm saying? You can't stop the run. You can't stop the pass at this point. Um, you're doing a pretty good <laughs> on third downs, but first and second down, y'all are just out there just like, like fucking crash dummies. Like, it's just like... <laughs> hey, I don't mean... I don't mean to laugh, but it's funny because we're playing the Eagles and you just say, we can't stop the run. That's what they do. We mm-hmm. can't stop the pass. But that's what they do. Right. So what the fuck are we about to well, do? Look, I, here's the last thing I'll say about the Lions game. I think that their offensive coordinator, he might be a really good OC. They, they, they seemed like a very high-functioning offense, right? The Eagles game is a little different than the Lions game in some ways. But the Eagles have basically spent eight quarters ahead. Yeah, right? I think functionally they are a different team ahead. So let's see, let's see what the Eagles are like, in a, and it, it might be this Sunday. Let's see what they're like when they gotta come back. Is yeah. it gonna be as free flowing? We gotta touch you, that paint first, though. Chris. Yeah, we got like <laughs> we need to get a get a lead versus team. These guys have literally spent eight quarters with a lead. Allows their 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 defense just to tee off. Mm-hmm. Front line just attack. Fletcher Cox and crew, they just uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I think yeah. I was thinking uh going into this podcast today. Um just thinking about like just the schedule the next couple of weeks, like um with Philadelphia and Dallas coming up and you know, Tennessee hasn't really looked great, but you know, they still have like a solid running back in Derrick Henry who still is, you know, top three in the league. It's like are we just gonna have to win games like thirty eight, thirty five? Or we gonna have to win games like 42 or 41 to 35 is, is that going to be the recipe this season no nah, i hope I, that's not the case man i don't think that's I, not gonna we're think, not gonna survive that way i think one as the season goes on the scoring does drop off right i think the defense will start getting better get a little but bit more film on each offense being ahead in games i think will change obviously week one we did have we had a minor lead it was only 14 three i think when you're ahead in games the game just has a different game flow so Cliff, I feel you on that, but it are we just assuming you know I take that back? Because like you like you just mentioned, we gotta we gotta get the lead first, but I just don't but I'm gonna assume the worst and I'm gonna assume we're not gonna get ahead. Feel me? Like I have no reason to believe we're gonna get ahead versus Philadelphia on Sunday. We need the defense to step up. It can't just be the offense come out there, wince, bomb, wince, bomb, run the ball, attack, this, that. Like the defense has to make some plays. In order for this team to have any shot on Sunday, oh no yeah. doubt, no seven doubt. nothing, ten nothing, that could happen. But later, it could be fourteen nothing based on the way this defense has been producing because they're lacking. So I feel you want to get ahead, but I just like I said, well, I was more so speaking through. I was more so speaking to like the, the, the over the course of the season. I necessarily just the Eagles. Game, no doubt, no doubt. Right? I got like, you. No it's doubt. one thing if you're up seventeen three on the Titans. Right, that's a different that puts you in a different kind of game. Yeah. Take away their strength, for sure. I think Sunday we did I think the Lions offense went on a heater. Like the basically first half their offense was moving the ball with ease. Second half, they were given two drives. And that's how they won the game. Like it's one thing to make one or two mistakes on defense and lead the big plays. These niggas made like six, seven of them. Yeah. I think yeah. what, what what I hear Khan say didn't I think it was like six plays that 
totaled like two hundred something yards. That's just that's that's fucking that's that unacceptable, is. man. <sighs> play to play, they're not doing that terrible, but then they just give up like a sixty yard mm-hmm. stroll where nobody's within twenty yards of the ball carrier. It's just like huh, I don't know. The swift touchdown. The swift touchdown was on like. The swift touchdown disgusted me. Mm-hmm. You let that man catch the ball, fall, fall down, mm-hmm. gather himself. After that. Yep. Hey, that was a big play in the game too, because I was like, man, we hold no field goal here. I think we might win this game. I'm surprised you didn't mention Bill Jackson's effort on that play. If y'all get a chance, go back and look at him on, well, that, on that play. The swift. Well, I think score. the effort. I think the effort from damn near everybody on that play was to be a question after he got up. Yeah, it was like they were shocked he was allowed to get up. They thought it was college. Mm-hmm. What's the fix for the defense? Like, what, like, what do you think? Like, in a short, like, give me like your cliff notes. Like, one, two, three, boom, boom, boom. How would you fix the defense if you were running that show? Like, what do you think the problem? Nah, guys, is- guys got to do their job. Guys got to do their job. Not even the Belichick shit. You need to do your job. <laughs> it can't be that we that you're in zone coverage and one person doesn't go where they're supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Right, like. Nah, people got to do their job. There's no quick fix. I'm with Cliff on that, man. Whatever the assignment is, you got to line up and get it done. Like, whether you in man or zone, stay in your lanes. Find the ball. Do your job. Like, again, the communication, That's I think that's what's frustrating me the most because I damn sure did not think we was going to come out this year and just be giving up these big-ass plays like this down the field. Like, for us to finish the way we did last year on, def- on the defensive side of the ball with the communication and – to go into the offseason and everything they said, and just to come out here like this, this is this is a red flag, fellas. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and to be – we're running into the Eagles on Sunday with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, and we all saw what they did Sunday or Monday night and what they did week one. Like, you can't have it because if you do, you're going to get smoked, period. <laughs> facts. Big facts. All right, let's move on to the offense, though. I know we touched on that earlier in the pod, but let's, let's really uh, talk about these dudes um obviously they had a real problem protecting Carson Wentz in the first half you know amongst other problems but I think that's the one glaring thing that stuck out to me like the offensive line usually is pretty sturdy and pass pro they they were not ready for the Lions at all on Sunday they looked very unprepared they looked kind of just like lethargic like Charles Leno just getting beat just easily by Charles Harris for a safety like he's just like I, I don't know what's going on but you know second half they came out strong you know dot had his third touchdown Kurt scored again Carson Wentz went over 300 yards again you know he played, you know, good. I'd say pretty good. Like, another solid outing for Carson Wentz. So, that's two in a row. That's encouraging to see. But, you know, I think we're all really excited about what this offense could be in weeks down the line. You know, um, when they get their footing a little bit better and, and they are more comfortable with one another. And you're going to have to get healthier because right now the interior of the offensive line is kind of decimated. Um, but I, I think that this is a very encouraging sign uh, despite the uh, disappointing loss. I think the only thing I would say is the run game was non-existent. I felt mm-hmm. like with the offense in the first half, it was clear Lions were going to heat you up early down so that you couldn't, you know what I mean, make some of your passing plays. We couldn't run the ball either. Right? Like, nope. Would Gibson have like 13 carries, 18 yards? The run mm-hmm. game like was of no help or and of no use. So I think that's the only downside. Offensively, the receivers are fucking good, man. Period. They're, they, they are all three of them are legit, legit weapons. Period. There's no other, there's no way around it. It's not weapons on some like, 
oh, he's okay. No, these niggas are all nice as shit. Yeah, for sure. We're going to see yeah. Slay. Let's see Slay versus McLaurin on Sunday. I know you boosted off, off Kirk having going, you know what I mean, going Kirk, Kirking out on Monday night. There is Kirk was Kirking McLaurin heats him up every time. Let's mm-hmm. see. Let's see how you are on Sunday, Slay. Let's see. It. To that point, though, Cliff, I'm looking forward to that matchup as well as always. But I'm gonna need the interior line to get their shit together. Yeah, another concern. Um, we've talked about this. We've mentioned Trey Turner, who missed all of camp, and mm-hmm. where he's getting his game reps, walking right on the field. He looked like ass on Sunday. Now we're Ruye's down, and we're gonna have to move Schweitzer inside. Apparently, Schweitzer was full goal at practice. I think Paul, so it's good to have Schweitzer back, but. Thank they got to figure something out of that right guard spot. Um, I'm not going to give Leno and Cosby a pass because they got their asses handed to them as well at some points on Sunday. But second half, they turned it around and they gave Carson time. And clearly, when Carson has time, he's moving this rock, man. Oh, you mentioned it. I thought Carson played well. Obviously, he threw one pick, but that offense was moving that rock. Uh, speaking of that pick, you know, it was a fluky pick. Yeah, it was high, but like if you watch that that pass from the other angle, he had to get over two linebackers' hands. Like he took a shot to a big six six tight end. Like it was, you know, it was a it was a high pass, but it bounced off Logan's hands. It went off a DB. Then somebody picked it off. Like take those chances. That's cool. Like, I don't even mind an interception like that. Like it, it, that's much more forgivable than him just throwing it to a DB like Kirk was doing on Monday night. Yeah, he look. That was a tough throw. He missed it just by he missed it by just enough for it to get to hit Logan's hands and be picked off. Right? Like those are the kind of interceptions. See, I'm not doing this thing with these core quarterbacks where every game we just focus on their bad plays or make it about overall he had, <laughs> he had overall he had a good game. Yeah, man. One hundred percent, Cliff. I, I I peep game, I peep how Grant and Danny have this thing, like they're doing this like little like how would you rate Carson Wentz's performance this week better or worse than last week? I'm like, why are we doing this? I, I dude, I hate when, I hate when any QB in the NFL is covered like that. That's the fuck. That's what the fuck they've been doing with Tua. Where mm-hmm. it's like every week it's a matter of like, well, should Tua even be in the NFL? It's like, what are we doing here? Because if you're not saying about Tua this past week, if you're not going to do that with every quarterback, then that means different quarterbacks that you're letting slide when they play poor. You're not putting that pressure on them. You're not turning that heat up. Mm-hmm. Look, Carson is what he is, man. But I think with these, with this skilled talent, you're you don't have any choice but to be successful. These guys are winning their matchups. Facts. Just give him time. Again, the interior line, and especially going into Philly. Paul, sorry, I'm jumping ahead, but no, straight. We got to block Philly's interior, like. To be on a leash, fellas. I'm sorry. I don't mean to keep killing this motherfucker, but I saw him too many times saying Ole on Sunday and just like, what are you doing? Like, we need some sort of push to get some look, just to make the running game a little threat on Sunday. Obviously, we don't have B Rob. He's going to be back in a couple weeks. And clearly, we know Gibbs is not the runner. We have to have some sort of threat from the run game to keep Philly off balance and to give Carson some time. So I'm hoping Trey Turner can have a better game. Um, but just the interior altogether, they they got to figure it out. Yeah, period, so. I, I heard the same. Um, here's what I would say, and yes, of course, it's nice to have a run game to set up your pass game. But I, I mean, in the second half, they were moving the ball with such ease, and I think about the like how the offense is actually designed, where they're just letting these three playmakers make plays like on short, shallow crosses, or like 
you know, on star right and star outs, like any of these like underneath routes and let them run after the catch. I'm not saying that, you know, the run game should be abandoned, but like I think they can move the rock without even establishing the run. I'm not saying they should stop trying. I'm saying if, if Gibson's going to be inefficient, like, you know, let's stop banging our head against this brick wall. Just throw the rock. It's fine. Yeah, I, I also feel like, and I, I was looking at some of the uh, numbers after week two. These, I think the, what's the, I think the Bengals have seen the most cover two in the league this year. We've mm-hmm. seen the second most, right? That was yeah, a clear schematic change versus the Bengals because the Bengals did not see as much cover two last year. They made a ton of big plays last year, right? I think they led the mm-hmm. league at fifty plus plays last year. The Eagles' game plan versus us will not be the same as the one they had versus the Vikings. It can't be. The weapons on the outside are too dynamic. Like they're going to have to show respect to our receivers. For yeah. sure. I mean, we yeah. already know you already know they're going to have Slay follow seventeen. But yeah, I feel you, Cliff. Good okay, follow. Yeah. Good follow him. Like good. I'm cool with that. Right? Because to me, I feel like if you're going to if, if Obviously, getting a pass rush. And the Lions also benefited from being at home indoors mm-hmm. with the, their D-line, obviously. Right? You got to defend. You got to be a little bit more aggressive. I don't yeah. think any defense has the the talent at DB to cover our guys. Man. Nope. I really don't. No, they don't. I don't think – I mean, Philly has a talented secondary. Like, I yeah. fully, 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 fully expect them to dog them on Sunday. Like, it's – I, I don't care who you put out there. You put out there Slay, Bradbury, Maddox, you know, Chauncey Gardner, you out there. Like, we have three dogs. And everything I've seen to this point indicates they can't be guarded. So, go ahead. Br- bring your best. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the end, we just need to protect Carson up the middle. If we can protect him, Carson has shown us he's going to get them the ball. So, yeah, it all comes down to the old line play in the interior, man. Yeah. Um, how do you think Scott Turner did? How do you think um, his week went? I thought he had another good week. I, I he's the least of my worry. I, I, he's the least of my worries at this point. I think that he's gonna call a good game. I don't know. Uh, for the most part. Um, yeah, but dude, we didn't have a first down. Right. We didn't have a first down to like the last drive of the first half. That's mm-hmm. gotta fall on somebody. Yeah, for sure. Like, Just we, like the defense, for like sure. We were, we were, we got, we were going three and out. We had a safety. Hmm. That first half, I better hope to never see a first half like that again. Right. <laughs> right. In, in any level of football. Yeah. I don't know. What I think I heard a crazy that. stat, too, Cliff. They said this, this was our eighth time under Rivera going down 20 or something like that. I saw that. I saw that. Damn, really? Nah, but I yeah, saw that, that a lot of that was year one. That most of those were year one. Okay. That's when, still a like, lot of assholes in, in, in two years, in one yeah, week. But, but remember the first half of year one, we were getting smoked a lot. Indeed, we were. Yep. We were getting smoked a lot. We played, that yeah. was the year we played the Ravens, right? Played Lamar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were getting smoked a lot earlier in that season. I think Cleveland even went on our ass that year, too. Yeah, that was the, that was, that was the game Dwayne had those picks. Oh, yeah. Remember, yeah. remember how <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't uh, one of the cards up on us? Like It was like 26, yeah. like three. Yeah. Two. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that, that, that's no just, that's we literally didn't have a quarterback. That's fast. Nah, no doubt, no that's doubt. Fast. Like that was during a time in which we couldn't even score twenty points. So <laughs> if you got twenty <laughs> points, the game was over. Yeah. Facts. That's facts. Um, are you surprised we're not seeing more J.D. McKissick on offense? By the way, I 
just think about how inefficient um, Gibson was last weekend. You know, I, I still want to give him his chance because he looked good week one. Um, but I'm surprised we're not seeing more McKissick in the offense. I thought we, I thought we saw him a lot of second half on Sunday. Yeah. He played a lot in the second half. But to that point, I'm glad you mentioned that because I thought with the lack of yardage or production that Gibson was given, I thought we would try to get J.D. in there. You know what I'm saying? Because when J.D. gets an opportunity to run, J.D. gets his yards. I mean, obviously, we didn't want to get too much work to him to get him too too much punishment because he's not the biggest running back. But yeah. I'm surprised he hasn't had more carries. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And, and maybe, you know, maybe I, I, you know, I should probably be fair to um, J.D. It's not his fault he's not getting the rock because the pass game has been so good. But For sure. Uh, For sure. Yeah, I just, I would expect to see him more just – maybe not replace Gibson because I think Gibson has earned earned his chance, but like uh, uh, on some of these um, like passing downs, like I, I I thought after week one, I would see Gibson used in a different way the entire season, like not so much as like a behind, like a, like a, a single back sort of thing, like using with two, dual backs out of the backfield, this and that, like. Yeah, but control. dude, the pass, I feel like one, the first pass, you didn't even have time to put sub packages in. He had the ball. He had time he to be shit. Out every time. Yeah. Right? Yep. Second half, I think he might have played more than Gibson in the second half. I thought Gibson had a terrible game, by the way. Just going to say it. Thought he had a terrible yeah. game. Gibson. Who's this I now? think it's a little harder to get McKissick involved yeah. if you're not getting first downs and, like, moving the ball. Mm-hmm. First half, did anybody touch the field besides the starting 11? You, didn't get a, you, you couldn't even put a sub package in. Sub package in for what? Man, couldn't get a first down, so who the hell was subbing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When the fuck did we cross the 50? Second half, right? Dog, I right. think at one point well, we, got, we got to like the 40, and they were like, this is the furthest Washington has been all game. I think it was like the end of the second quarter. <laughs> that was our yep. own 40. Yeah. Mm, That's no good. That's no good. Um, uh, Jesus. Uh, what was I, I just had something to say, and I forgot what I was going to say. Ah, fuck it. Um, anything else? Anything else on offense we should talk about? Yeah, anything else you noticed? Under, did I think Dami played this week? Is that his first snap? <laughs> he played. I mean, he played yeah. week one. Because I didn't see he that. He played week one. I think I saw him out there for a couple snaps. Dami, listen, you buried on the depth chart, dog. What I tell y'all, you barely on the, you barely on the team. Right now, you barely on the team. You don't get targets. You don't really get snaps. Uh, why would you? Right. I agree. We're I, not going to see much of Diami. I hate when folks do this. Um, like I can't believe they they did this when so and so was still on the board. But you know, the, of course, people were hitting me saying like, imagine we had just taken a uh, Amon Ross St. Brown when we, we got drafted. We wouldn't uh, drafted Dotson. Then you want to draft a Dotson? That that was exactly. my like, well, then Dotson exactly. would have been the cards. But that be that as it may, having Amon Ross St. Brown would be super fucking lit lit because he he's a dog. Oh, he's, he's, nice. Nice. For sure. he's nice. No question. I think it's people say now people were hyped as shit about Diami. I mean, that's like saying if we had drafted JOK instead of Jamin. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that, well, I mean. Nice. <laughs> well, yeah. You, you, you can yeah, do that for a bunch of yeah. picks. But. Oh, the one last thing uh, is, Dotson is fucking nice, man. He just looks. Yeah. That's a dog. looks <laughs> special. Like, the way he catches the ball. Now, his hands, I don't want to get carried away. I'm just going to already put his hands in the top ten. I might put him top five. I have, I'm going to have to start giving consideration to that. In the lead? No, let me stop. His, let me stop. I ain't listen, to the kid. his ability to catch the hand and the ball in traffic at that size, I don't think I've ever seen that before. 
I just love how he knows Cliff to put his hands up yeah. at the last minute. Like, that's one thing when receivers are always taught. And, like, he <laughs> he doesn't give the DB any idea when the ball is coming. When Dude, that touchdown So that last minute, and then that's the hands go. It's, it's just perfect. It's fucking serious. Ridiculous. That was a serious yep. catch. Most receivers would have dropped that ball when they hit the ground. Facts. <laughs> Dog, I, um, that that one, the forty yarder, like right after half, was just, like the way he just high pointed that joint, snatched it. Like I was worried that he hit his head too hard when he fell, but this is like I saw oh, that too, Paul. Yep. This mm-hmm. man just goes up and just gets the fucking rock and snatches it with ease. It's like like, he's six foot three. I, like throw that ball all the time. Like Carson, mm-hmm. keep throwing that rock. To <laughs> you see one on one coverage with him, just throw it. He's it's getting like, it. It's, it's like he's um, six I like that's what it feels like. Right. Yep. I had read a little, like, um, I think it was on Twitter. Somebody was like, you know, Dotson led the state of Pennsylvania or whatever state he's from in rebounds his senior in high school. He's 6'1". It's like... I saw that, yeah. <laughs> this nigga just plays big. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, you get up. Like, I, I love the receivers, man. I, I, I can't stop gassing these motherfuckers because it, it looks on field the way it... Like, if I was like, okay, how would I perfectly make these three niggas work out with Carson and like it comes to fruition, like Terry's your do everything guy, Kurt catching everything underneath, and Dot is just your big play sort of go up and get it sort of dude. I'm like, damn, these niggas are really really lit. Like, hey, give a shout out to Curtis. Oh, too, yeah, man. Curtis, Curtis took a hard hit that end zone yeah. and caught that ball. Very Curtis happy to see him get ball up. these first two oh, weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, man, no more Kurt over damn here. Cliff. Damn, no, Cliff. It is very clear that when that guy is healthy, we need that guy. He's a dog. When, mm-hmm. when I say I was happy to see him get him, like, we need you healthy, bro. Healthy. Mm-hmm. Although, I think Dotson, if, if, and that's not to talk about injury, they would move Dotson to the slot, I'm pretty sure. And he would just function in a different way if that was to ever happen. Because Dotson would destroy people in the facts. If you put that guy in the slot on the team right now, he's catching 100 balls. 100%. Mm-hmm. You, like, if you facts. put him in the slot with fucking Rodgers, that guy's catching a hundred passes. Absolutely. Hey, shout out to uh, Logan Thomas too, man. Like, it's good to see him back. He still don't look like a hundred percent, but uh, uh, seeing him out there getting a fucking touchdown, like looking like real like spry out there, like actually like moving relatively well. Like, it's good to see him out there because you know we need these targets, especially with Carson Wentz loving mm-hmm. his touch. I felt like on that, mm-hmm. pick, I felt like he would have caught that ball like before that injury. If he was healthy, yeah. right, Cliff? It just felt like he wasn't yeah. he didn't get off the mm-hmm. ground in yep. a way to, like, yeah. But, yeah, no, nah, dude, a tight end's going to kill with these receivers out here. So, underneath coverage is just not going to be there. Yeah. I'm interested to see how Philly defends our three wideouts, man. I really, I'm intrigued. Like, where are they going to put Bradbury at? Like, is he going to play the slot versus Kurt or, you know? You know, stay outside with dots. I'm interested to see how how we gonna match up. I I think it, this might be um way off. I think they're gonna try to get physical mm-hmm. with us. I think they're gonna try to press. I just have a feeling because what I think they're gonna do is I think they're gonna have Slay follow 17. I think they're gonna move Garner down to try to check Kurt Curtis, and I think mm-hmm. they'll just put Bradbury like like on the opposite side. And if if that's Dotson, then that's him. If it's somebody else, yeah. you know whatever whatever. Oh, that's a lot. Of what the uh, what the Lions did in the first half a lot. <laughs> Especially off the line, like having yeah. LBs or DNs bump guys. Yeah, if there's one you know criticism I've heard of Dotson, and um, I th- who was it? it was either 
Cooley or Paulson had mentioned after week one. He's like, he's still not great getting off the jam. We knew that'd be a problem with Dotson like early on. It's a problem for all so that, you know, I would defend him. That's how I defend him. I mean, I, you know, I it's a problem yeah. for all rookie receivers. Yeah. You don't. Who the fuck is press covering like elite wide receivers in college? You don't have the DBs to even you know right. even be doing mm-hmm. that. Facts. Yeah. Facts. 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 Yeah, um, definitely need a better effort just all around. Like, defense, Bell's team's got to be better, man. You're not going to beat Philly um, just giving up short fields, and you're not going to beat Philly um, just uh, getting no turnovers. They have a lot of things to clean up, but I think that we see that there are some good things brewing. Um, what, what's your final thought over these first two weeks? Like, if you had to just sum it up with a sentence. Offensively, we have potential. Defense, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I mean, that's really that's really what sums it up. No, like offensively, we I mean, it's clearly the sky's the limit as long as we can give our quarterback some time. And defensively, they just need to figure out what the fuck they do best and just do that. Run it. Mm-hmm. Assignment football because whatever we're doing right now is not working. So maybe just Maga Jack and Riverboat they need to simplify the defense so we could be better as far as being assignment you know assignment sound and making plays on, on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, maybe you maybe do something to cause a turnover. Like we we they gotta <laughs> they gotta be together as one, especially the full eleven on defense. They got to be better and get into the football. They've got to be better as far as assignment football, the communication. Like I mean, it's the whole the whole the whole thing, Paul, on the defensive side of the ball. I know I'm going a little rant, but they they got to figure it out because if you don't, it's, it could, it could get ugly on Sunday. That's just no. I, I hear you, Cliff, but I just think it, it could get ugly if they don't come oh, to come and play on the defensive this side. Like of the it's ball. a good team. All I'll say yeah. through the first two weeks is it's week two, people. Do you know sure. week two last year, the Bengals lost to the Bears? Did you guys know that? They lost to the Bears week two. <laughs> and this isn't the dude miss September. September is the most irrelevant part of the NFL season. I think we know that. Just don't go one in three out here. Right, like, don't start your your yeah. your season going one out of your first three. I'm sorry, one out of your first four things like that. I actually still have a Get lot of confidence the first quarter five hundred. I have a lot of confidence in this team. I, yeah. I don't think we're going to see a first I half like the one we saw week week versus the Lions. I don't think we're going to see one like that again. I think the issue is, like y'all mentioned, you can't you can't expect to win thirty five thirty every week. That seems that's almost that's just yeah. not going to happen. Um, the defense, look, it's got to be <laughs> Look, at some point, at some point, the Rio's job will be gone because of Rivera. He, Rivera won't have a choice. You do this for four more weeks, you got to fire someone. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, I feel you on that. Um, Corey, I, I know you got to go, but um, the last point I'll make is, I think you hit right on, right on the head. It's just like, I think they need to simplify. I think they need to do less on defense, man, because clearly, you know, whatever they're doing, you know, I, I'm sh- I know they have faith in the players to pick up whatever they're putting down, but maybe you need to do less, man. Like just 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 have these people in simplified roles. I know that's yep. you know, not like I don't want to make excuses for these, you know, grown men. Like they should know how to do their jobs, but like I think that right now you just need to like stop the bleeding on defense. Stop giving mm-hmm. them the that means just keeping them, you know, to like moving between the twenties. In the red zone, you red zone, you keep them out of the end zone. Like, mm-hmm. you can steal those. That's what you have to do. Like, that's fine. That's fine. Offense, continue to open things up. You're gonna get healthy. You might get some linemen back and get B Rob back. Like, 
the offense, I think the sky's the limit. Um, you know, I'm still optimistic about this team, but um, the defense is doing their best. They're doing their best to kill my enthusiasm for the team. But, um, you know, it's not the end of the season. A long way to go. Just got to stop the bleeding, I feel like. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. CS, you want to start it off then? Well, <laughs> um, I've been a little negative about my squad and, you know, talking about the defense, but for some reason, fellas, I don't know what it is. I just think we might actually come out here on Sunday and surprise some folks um, after that piss-poor performance or that piss-poor first half that we had in Detroit. Second half, obviously, we played better football, and I think this week, I think they're actually going to try and simplify the defense because, um, obviously, you know we're running into <laughs> – the offensive machine is coming in here from Philadelphia, man, as far as the run in the pass game. But I think I think we're going to come to play Sunday. I don't think we're going to come out and lay an egg. Um, offensively, I, I think we're going to be able to put some points up on them. Um, but what's interesting is I think it might end up being a little shootout. Um, but I'm going to go with a Joey Sly field goal to win it. Whoa. One, two, eight, Washington. Joey Sly for yeah, you better do that after last week. I, I was gonna say, Cliff, he shank another one. His ass is getting chopped. So yeah, I'm gonna give him a little, <laughs> trying to give him a little motivation. He's saying uh, he's gonna get that game winner for us, thirty-one twenty-eight. All right. Well, so the line opened plus the Eagles. Sorry, yeah, Eagles three and a half, right? With a fifty and a half total. It's now Eagles six and a half. The total's gone down to forty-seven. Damn. I actually think what's going to happen here is I think we're going to lose, but I think people are going to be optimistic. It's going to be one of those moral victories. I can already feel it coming. Even nationally, it's going to be a moral victory thing. I'm going to go Eagles 27, Washington 24. Um, I, I like what Cliff said. I, I, I'm also going to pick them to lose. Um, but I not only do I think, and I'm getting way ahead of myself at this point, not only do I think it's going to be a moral victory because people are going to be like, okay, they're not, you know, the same team we saw versus the Lions. They actually, you know, can be competitive against a good team. I think they'll lose, let's just, I'll, I'll say 31-21. They'll lose 31-21. But I think that the next, call it five games after Philly, looking favorable considering, like, where the team is trending or the team could be trending. Um, if you take a look at your schedule, that would be Dallas, Tennessee, Chicago on Thursday night, Green Bay, and, and Indianapolis. I think that they lose on Sunday, but after that, they go on a little run. I'm not going to say undefeated during that run, but I think this is like the week that kicks off, like an upward trend in their play. I hear y'all. Fuck all the moral victories because this is a division game, but I hear what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Go get this W. I'm not saying – I ain't saying a moral victory for me. Yeah. Man, Philly's not unbeatable. I, know, I know it seems like that right now. Philly's not unbeatable. Well, let's, listen, let's listen, listen. you know, like you said early in the pod, man. Let Jalen Hurts come back. Let him have to throw the ball. I didn't like have to throw the ball. Everybody let's predicted them to be really good, right? They started off two and zero, so people are slurping themselves even more. Like that's how it is with the NFL season, right? Like they mm-hmm. they gonna sleep on us this week, Cliff. I think they are gonna be sleep. Oh, I got a shot. I, supremely doubt that because they're going to be so many Eagles fans at that game I highly doubt and it's Carson I doubt it <laughs> did y'all see the sign they put up in Philadelphia 
Yeah, but I mean, I'm, who cares? They, they're going to travel. It's like 100 miles away. Like, come, come. You know what? I'm not going to the shitty stadium, so enjoy yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, enjoy the fucking $14 beers, my nigga. Like, all right, that's fine. Right. <laughs>